Strive Coaching Studio, guiding business leaders to meet the highest version of themselves. And now, here's Michelle, certified coach and founder of Strive Coaching Studio. Hi, everybody. I am here talking to you on podcast lucky number 13. Really happy to be talking to you today because this particular topic is one of my favorites. And the reason is, is because it's entirely related to goal setting. And specifically, it is the why and the fuel that's going to get you to the point where you can accomplish your goals. So this can sound so trite and so simple. And yet there's so many of us who set goals consistently over and over again that we don't achieve when we don't meet. And when we really dive in and we understand the reasons why, we suddenly can make very conscious, deliberate decisions in our mind about how and what to change in order to be able to accomplish those. And when you understand that difference, it can make all the difference as to one, whether you make and achieve the goal or not at all, but even more importantly, how quickly you do it, how much you enjoy that process, the level of frustration that you can feel as you're going through it. It changes the entire experience of achieving goals, which my hope would be, my goal is for you to actually enjoy setting goals for yourself and going through the process of achieving those goals for yourself, whatever they are. These do not need to be business related. They can be anything. They can have to do with your health. They can have to do with your relationships. They can have to do with you being more mindful and peaceful in your life and not being a workaholic, or they could mean double your business next year, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. They all fall into the same categories. Goal setting is goal setting, and it can trip you up no matter what kind of goal it is, because there are some very critical components to achieving them. So let me give you an example. I wish that I could play the piano. I think it would be really cool to be able to play the piano. I particularly think of the holiday time frame when wouldn't it be so fun if I could just sit down at the piano and start playing. And as much as I think that would be fun, I also know myself well enough to know that I really don't have a strong enough, a, mo a very compelling, powerful reason for wanting to play the piano right now. And therefore, if I started to learn to play or started to hire someone for lessons or downloaded an app to learn or whatever the case may be, I know that I don't have a compelling enough reason to want to play the piano that would make me stick with it through the work that's involved with learning how to play the piano. I know that right now at this stage of my life, I would not be committed enough. I would not be willing to put in the time for it. Now, someday I might be. In fact, I'm fairly certain that someday I will be, that, that it will be that exciting to me and important to me, and I'll enjoy it enough that I will be willing to. But if I do it half-baked and I don't have a strong enough compelling reason for why I want to, I know I won't get there. Right now, I'm very happy, very motivated, spending my time researching topics, helping other people, learning, recording podcasts, building this business, because I want to create an impactful leadership example 
and an opportunity for others who want to create great workplaces while still having peace and balance in their lives. That's my why. That's what gets me going every day. I'm excited about that. I want to spend all my time doing that when I'm not taking care of myself and my family, when I'm not doing the other things that I enjoy in my life. So playing the piano isn't on the top of the list right now, but it will be one day. But you get my point. And the, the example and the point is that you need to have a compelling enough reason for why you want to do it. And if it's because I'm just going to beat myself up because I've been meaning to for so many years and I've made it a goal before and I never did it or I tried it and it didn't work out and I paid for these lessons and I lost money because I didn't stick with it. If I come to it from that place of shaming myself and being mad at myself and beating myself up for the fact that I made a commitment that I didn't live up to, then I'm definitely not setting myself up for success to learn the piano now. What I learned from that process is wait and do it when you're really ready. So when we can look at all of our goals as to what our real compelling reasons are as to why we want them, it changes everything. And when I tell you it changes everything, what I mean by that is you fuel yourself and motivate yourself toward getting to that goal and achieving that goal, overcoming all of the things as you climb and work through it to getting there. Now, in my last podcast, I just reviewed with you the four levels of learning for adults and the willingness that it requires of us to take ourselves out of our habits, out of our evolved patterns, out of what has become second nature for us and relearn things and take ourselves out of that and be willing to throw that out and try something new and create new pathways and create new habits. And that is really challenging for us as adults. We're very stuck in our minds. We're very, um, we call it stubborn, but it's really because we've just created such strong neural pathways in our brains and our brains just want to be so efficient that it's so much easier to keep running the same way we've always been running. So we have to work pretty hard to take out those old habits and recreate something new to recreate new pathways. If we're going to do that, we have to be really willing. We have to have a compelling why. So the four levels of learning as a quick recap are number one, unconscious incompetent. When you just don't even know what you don't know, you're a beginner, you're a newbie, you know nothing. Level two is conscious incompetent, where you are keenly aware of all of the things that you don't know and you still don't know them, but you're aware of what you don't know. So you get scared. And many people want to quit at this stage because that is a little fearful, a little scary. Then when you work through that, you work up to level three, and that is called conscious competent. And that is when you're learning and practicing and refining your skills. That's where there's a lot of work. That's where the commitment and the diligence and the and the consistency comes in and the failing and the fixing and the learning and the making the mistakes and getting better. And then eventually, once you have done that enough, you get back to level four, which is where you left in the last place you were in, but now you're in a new habit and a new evolution and a new unconscious competent where you are no longer having to think about it. It comes to you without you having to be conscious of it anymore. But the challenge is, number two, 
when you start to become aware of all the things you're going to have to learn and figure out if you want to make it. And it would be so much easier, easier to quit and go back to your old ways and eating your old foods and, you know, treating people the same way you used to and taking care of yourself poorly the way you were before and whatever those things are. It's a whole lot easier to quit than keep going. And if you can manage to keep going, it's still challenging because you do need to learn. You do need to stick with it. And that's work. If you want to get to number four, though, and you will, and that's the piece that is so important to remember, you're going to need that really powerful, compelling reason as to why you want to go there, because that is what's going to fuel you. When you know why you want something that generates feelings in you that motivate you toward that goal. When you no longer feel like an expert, when you're worried about being embarrassed, when you have anxiety or you're fearful because your reasons for wanting it are because you don't want to fail or you need to succeed out of desperation, it's going to limit what you can do and how far you can go. A failure will feel like a huge setback for you when you're fueled with these feelings toward your goals. If you're already feeling worrisome and anxious and fearful and desperate and you have a failure or you trip or make a mistake, it's going to feel terrible. And that will be easy for you to quit. It'll be so easy for you to have reasons why it's just better to go back to your old ways. It won't, wasn't as bad as that this trip feels right now, this fail, this mistake. It's easier to go back to the other. But opening up to all the reasons that have positive meaning for you and impact for you and others, that's what's going to fuel you in new ways. That allows you, it just allows you to maximize your capacities and take you there with a lot of power. Then when there's failures and there are mistakes, they just feel like little stumbles, little reasons or bumps to move to the right or a little bit to the left or get stronger in order to get there. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I had a client who gave me just the most brilliant analogy that for any of you um, fitness gurus out there, or fitness, um, even if you are just aware of the craze that has come from sort of that really intense, those really intense gyms with the really intense workout programs that they have. Well, this client of mine is a member of one of those gyms. And he was sharing with me that they would get hurt all the time. And they would get, they would have injuries and and they'd end up at the doctor getting this fixed and that fixed. And they got to be, they got to lay off of this for a little while because they heard it, whatever the case may be. It's tough stuff over there in some of those gyms. And I, I give you a lot of credit. That will never be me. Um, but wow, that is intense. But what they do is they come back to the gym anyway. They don't not go to the gym, by the way. They don't just stay home and read a book instead. They go back to the gym as soon as they can the next day, if they can. And they start joking and sharing their injuries with each other and joking around about them and showing it off like it's a battle scar. And I thought to myself, why can't we be that prideful of our failures when we're trying to relearn anything? I mean, these guys are getting hurt every day, but they're pushing their bodies harder and harder and they're getting stronger and stronger and they love it and they're working out and they see the value and they know the why they're doing it. So they don't care. And those injuries are meaningless to them. 
They laugh about them. Why can't we do that with all of our failures? Why can't we be willing and almost proud of all of our injuries, of all of our scrapes, of all of our scars and our bruises and our bumps? If only we could think how many times you would be willing to take those extra risks, to take the extra chances. If you just didn't care, if it was, if it meant you could be proud of your accomplishments, even with the injuries, it didn't matter. The injuries were meaningless. They didn't hold you back from getting where you wanted to go. I absolutely love this analogy. I'll probably use it a million more times. And I really hope you can think about that and apply that in your life. When you really think about a goal that you have, what is going to fuel me to get there? And am I willing to have the injuries that will come with it? Because there will be some. Some will be more minor than others. Some will be big. But you can handle it. So my message to you is set your goals. Be very conscious of your goal that you want to choose and why you want to choose it. And really know your reasons why and what is going to fuel you to getting there. What are you going to be willing to battle through level two and level three of your learning? How many injuries? What will put you through those risks? What will make you proud to show off your scars in order to get there? And are you willing? And if you're not, that's okay, but be willing. Understand the process and fuel yourself with the right fuel to get there. That is my message to you today. I am excited about it. I hope that it excites you and motivates you and helps you to go find some of that really good fuel that's going to take you through all four levels so that you'd achieve your goals you want to achieve in life. Good luck to you. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. For more great tips, visit us on strivecoachingstudio.com. 